I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. This episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class is brought to you by Get Your Guide. No matter where you are going on your next travels, Get Your Guide offers great ways to connect with your destination and make memories with locally vetted, expertly curated experiences. Things just as examples. You could go whitewater rafting in the Grand Canyon. You could take a tour of Pike Place Market in Seattle with a chef. There's a London Royal Parks and Palaces tour. All kinds of options wherever you are going. So discover and book your next unforgettable travel experience at getyourguide.com. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Tracy B. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. I feel like I almost coughed in the middle of saying that. <laughs> uh, we spent the whole week talking about Dean Muhammad. Yeah, he's pretty interesting. I was so fascinated. Um, I was especially fascinated by all the parts in London and Brighton and having the first Indian restaurant and having these steam baths. Uh, I simultaneously uh, hate how much weird quackery there is in the world that, like, takes advantage of people. But also, boy, do I love going to a spa. (laughs) Uh, Had I lived in England in, uh, you know, the 18th, early 19th century and also had money to do so, I can tell you I would have been in Bath, I would have been in Brighton, I would have been having, like, all the massages and all the steam baths (laughs) and all of everything. Uh, I know this is not for you. It stresses me out just thinking about it, which is counter to the goal. I'm the opposite. (laughs) I'm like, think of all the things I could be doing while I'm lying here. Dear me. Like, I could be making a dress. (laughs) My brain is just like, no, don't lie down. (laughs) Uh, something that occurred to me, very important question in my mind as I was working on that part of this episode is, do you think that Lydia Bennett went to Dean Muhammad's baths in Brighton before she ran off to elope? Uh, sadly, the answer is probably not because I'm pretty sure it was a year after that book came out that his first actual baths of his own opened. And I was like, ah, bummer. I was just imagining a whole, now we're going to have to write some fan fiction about Lydia Bennett and Pride and Prejudice and her time in Brighton. (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> there are two things that stand out to me in this story. Okay. One is the sort of strange scenario of him leaving home to be a camp follower. Mm-hmm. Just because in some ways that's so relatable, right? Like so many people that I know, including to some degree myself, leave home to start their lives and their parents feel somehow wronged by that. And it's oh, sure. it's just a conflicted thing that I'm like, this has been going on forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's strange that he articulates that conflict. Like, it's not something that I am accustomed to seeing anybody from history talk about. Quite so frankly, like, my mom was really sad, but I was really happy. I don't, you know, it's it sounds like the the writing of somebody from, like, 1983, 1996, like any, any recent thing of like, I don't, this sucks. I want and need this, but also I don't want to make this person miserable, but I can't live my life and not make them miserable. Right. That's just, again, so relatable that I was like, hmm. Yeah. He was also, I mean, he was a child when that happened. And so part of me wonders how much of it was like the the childhood fantasy of like running away to join the circus. Um, and I, you know, I don't, I don't really know since he was writing all of that as an adult looking back on his childhood. Right. As I don't really know. Was there another thing that you had that oh, struck you? No, the other thing that, that um, I love about his story is just his resiliency and capability of just like, okay, well, I'm just going to pivot. What else can I do? What yeah, else am I good at? Yeah, pivoted a lot. Yeah. And like, all right, oh, well, now I'm going to I'm gonna join the military now because that seems like the next po- obvious step. I want to stay with my friend. Yeah. Oh, I guess now I'm going to become, you know, a massage therapist of sorts. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> I did that exact thing. I did a whole career change to be a massage therapist at one point. I mean, I think most of us have done multiple career changes. I know I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is just kind of uh, fascinating because he was so, he did so well in so many different things. Yeah, yeah. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding Finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. 
Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European Political Systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Even the restaurant, which wasn't a financial success, it seems like people really thought it was a, a good restaurant. Right. Um, and it was really some decades after that before... Indian cuisine or sort of Indian-British fusion cuisine in in England really took off. Um, uh, it was sort of a little early for all of that when he was actually running that restaurant. Something that struck me about his, uh, his travels of Dean Muhammad, when I got into it, I mean, I knew that every description I had read of it had framed it as like a travel book. But the fact that it was about his time with the army Mm-hmm. I expected there to be more, more army stuff, more military, in there. <laughs> and it's there's like really not. There's just whole letters that are just devoted to like this is how this is how the Muslims do marriage, uh, this is how the Muslims do, like has how the Muslims feel about death. Like this is what this landscape looks like. This is how beautiful this city is. This is how amazing. And learned and uh, groundbreaking India was in the past. And, like, now we're in this place where that empire is fracturing. Like, right. so much of it about was about all of this other stuff. There's um, an incredibly long passage about uh, how to trap and train an elephant. <laughs> Which, because, you know, like, the, the Indian, or uh, elephants were a big part of uh, sort of military... Uh, units in in parts of India and just just elephants in general. Um, 
so interesting, so much of it. And he was clearly writing about a place that he really loved and thought was beautiful and thought was important and thought was something that the people who were visiting it should know more about before they got there. Yeah. Um, but then it has this underpinning of also seeming to really support uh, British colonial and trade efforts there, um, which makes it then complicated. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that I've really tried to do on the show uh, in especially in more recent years, is like just to try to draw from people's own words as much as possible. Um, especially when we're talking about people whose experiences and perspectives are so different from yours and mine. Right. And this is an example of how that can be really complicated sometimes because, yeah, you have this perspective of an Indian man living in uh, Ireland and then England, but like also supporting a colonial effort that a lot of other people were resisting. Um, and that just makes it complicated. Yeah, uh, it's also one of those things I always have that moment of, I don't know if cringiness is the right word. It's kind of too um, of the day. But, like, it's that thing where you always go, oh, I just know this got used mm-hmm. against people in India by saying, like, no, your fellow countryman thinks we're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, oh. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it really got, because there were 450 copies printed. As far as I know, that was the only print run. So it's not like this was a giant runaway right. bestseller. So it's like, I don't know how much attention it got beyond affluent people in England, Ireland, Scotland, like, places uh, in that immediate area. like Right, but then aren't those exactly the people that would have power? Yeah, then those are the people, like, he's specifically writing it for those same folks who might be going to India for whatever reason. Yeah, it's a little a little tricky. <laughs> I just, I found him so fascinating, though, and uh, so many things, like, so many, so many firsts, and also so much just brighten wellness time. Right. Um, so, yeah. Also, too many Janes. Yeah, or possibly only one. It's well, it's interesting because I hadn't really thought about it while I was reading this over initially, but when we were recording, when we start to list the births of his children... Oh, right. They come so far after when he... Most of them come so far after when he and Jane number one, or possibly only, got married, Mm -hmm. that that to me seems like a clue that there might have been a second Jane. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, as I understand it, the references that suggest there's a second Jane are like later obituaries of some of their descendants. Mm -hmm. And obituaries are tricky to take as accurate sources for a number of reasons. Yes. but as I understand it, it's like there's not a clear answer one way or the other. Um, and I don't know whether they had other children earlier in the marriage that didn't survive. Oh, right. So, yeah, it's, it's just a lot that's really unclear there. So many Janes. So many Janes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I am glad I got to spend so much time reading about Indian food and mm-hmm. spas. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Just marvelous. Yeah. Marvelous. 
Yeah. So happy Friday, everybody. Whatever's happening over the weekend. Hope it's great. We will be back with a Saturday classic tomorrow. We will be back with a brand new episode on Monday. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast. This season will be even more revealing and more personal, with more entrepreneurs, more live events, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Encore Jane about creating a billion-dollar startup. Walter Isaacson about the geniuses who change the world. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.